So, hi, and welcome to episode 6 of Nature Spot. So, I wanted to try something a little bit different today. Uh, it is July, and um, as the first full episode in July, um, I wanted to um, talk about nature and rubbish, uh, particularly single-use plastic rubbish, and the Plastic Free July campaign uh, and challenge. Um, and also the campaigns and activities of one or two other brilliant organisations that are working to reduce the use of disposable plastic packaging so that we can all live in a slightly cleaner and healthier environment. So why rubbish? Well, as you know, I love nature and I know that you do as well. And I've set myself a challenge to observe it daily in minute detail in the month of July. But even without close scrutiny, I couldn't help noticing that while lockdown, uh, while during lockdown, um, even there was a real reduction in the amount of rubbish uh, lying around the place. Um, you know, wasn't seeing so much of it in the hedges and the parks and various other places. Um, the easing of lockdowns actually um, meant that it's on the rise again. At least where I live, which you know is quite sad. Um, the place was looking much nicer and now sadly as more people venture out for picnics and drive through takeaways um, I'm seeing many more coffee cups, burger boxes, crisp packets um, and sadly also discarded face masks, you know, protective gloves and even in one local wildlife pond, um, a COVID testing kit. Can you believe that? Um, I think most of us are probably aware now that, um, you know, it harms wildlife. Um, you know, I'm sure we've all seen a picture of, um, I don't know, the whales, uh, you know, or, or marine birds with, um, who, you know, have, have died out um, in, their, in their habitats and, and subsequently um, have been revealed to have eaten lots and lots of plastic bags and other debris, um, which is really distressing. You know, obviously they can get tangled in it um, and they, you know, they mistake it for food and they eat it. Um, and you know and that's not even the sort of marine wildlife but when it does end up in our water um, obviously marine mammals um, do eat it and and smaller fish and birds and um, because it when it enters the the water it kind of gets worn down and broken down into tiny pieces called microplastics it's then also eaten by micro um, much smaller organisms and enters the food chain which puts you know all the other species in danger and also humans at risk um, and it's not just from the plastic itself you know which um, doesn't you know isn't digested in their stomachs and which but fills them up so it means they can't eat proper food and then obviously they starve but also plastic is like a magnet for um, chemicals and bacteria which adhere to it uh, you know which is pretty gross so you're then kind of eating like a I don't know toxic plastic soup if you happen to be a marine critter um, so it's pretty gross but of course disposable and single-use items also need natural resources to manufacture them um, you know and I think we can forget that because they're so readily available and it's so easy just to pick up you know a spoon or a I don't know order a um, order your coffee in a non-reusable cup um, but you know from the material that they're made from so whether that's you know trees for uh, pulp paper pulp or um, you know oil for plastic um, they also require a lot of water and a lot of energy to make them 
um, and you know also give off a lot of pollution in the manufacture but also in the transport um, which also requires a lot of energy um, and then you have to store it and then of course you've got to dispose of it and while you would hope that that's done kind of safely and responsibly um, we know that very often um, that isn't the case um, again I'm sure most of us have seen pictures of um, you know places usually not in the countries in which we live where whole communities are impacted by these vast swathes of just rubbish a lot of it plastic you know preventing them from being able to enjoy um, a clean natural environment and you know sometimes not even get access to clean water um, which is pretty nasty really if you think about it and a pretty big price for somebody else to pay for us to have a convenience of a you know disposable cup or fork or spoon or whatever it happens to be so yeah I'm not going to really go into much more about that here because you can find plenty of information about um, you know the risks of single-use uh, plastics um, and other packaging um, and they po the, the risks that they pose to the environment and wildlife and humans um, on the websites that I'll tell you about in a second but also there's a great um, organization called the Plastic Soup Foundation and their website is plasticsoupfoundation.org and you can find out a lot more about plastic pollution and microplastics and you know the issues posed by those specifically as well. So you might be wondering what do you want me to do about it? Well you're probably not wondering that because if you're listening to this you're quite environmentally aware and love the place that you live and the nature spots and understand the um, need to protect those things but for anyone who is wondering that I would say that what I really want everyone to do about it is to get off our butts um, collectively and do something because we really can and we really can affect change and luckily there are a number of organizations and initiatives around the globe that can help us to reduce our own plastic footprints um, you know they can help us from giving us tips on how to buy less plastic how to use reusable where to use reusable to helping us organize ourselves to do litter picks or lobby politicians or whatever it happens to be but we can certainly all do something and july is a great time to start because there's a fantastic organization and initiative called plastic free july which was uh, started in Australia um, about a decade ago, is now a global movement and is the work of the Plastic Free Foundation, whose website quotes some impressive figures, such as an estimated 250 million people across the globe who have taken part in the challenge, um, and that's across 177 countries. And surveys which suggest that 9 out of 10 Plastic Free July participants have made long-lasting sort of way-of-life changes after taking the challenge uh, rather than just changing something for the month of July. So to find out more you can go to plasticfreejuly.org and why not take the challenge yourself. So that's that's kind of from Australia and global and I wanted to talk as well about um, three organisations in the UK in particular who are doing really fantastic work around the plastic pollution issue and have you know various campaigns that 
also we can all get involved in and that will all make a difference um, you know from a reducing um, packaging and pollution uh, a point but also um, also I don't know what else really but anyway they're fantastic um, and so one of them in if we're talking of kind of plastic bottles specifically um, so there's the refill um, scheme which um, which you can find out more about on um, refill.org.uk that's their website and they're a nationwide scheme and network of points such as shops, cafes, restaurants, other venues like museums and I think local government buildings as well that offer free drinking water to anyone with a refillable bottle. doesn't have to be a bottle, whatever you can put your water in. Their aim, they say, is to prevent single-use plastic bottle pollution but also to save money, help combat climate change um, and the kind of overuse of water in manufacture of water bottles because it takes eight bottles of water, would you believe it, to make one single plastic bottle. Isn't that crazy? Um, but also, uh, bottled water, um, this is a quote, direct quote from their website, is 900 times more carbon intensive than drinking tap water, which also is a freaking crazy fact. So, um, it's amazing. And actually, uh, they have an app which is downloadable um, to smartphones and actually enables you to find your local refill points. Um, but even if they're not on the app, you know, they can be recognized by a lovely blue sticker um, in their windows. So that's something to think about. So um, the refill scheme is actually the brainchild of the founder of um, the City to Sea organization. Uh, their website is citytosea.org.uk. Um, also UK based absolutely fantastic uh, their mission is to stop plastic pollution really simple mission but obviously quite a big task um, in addition to the refill scheme they also run the contactless coffee campaign um, which if you follow the contactless coffee hashtag uh, you can also find out more about um, but that campaign aims to um, again I quote keep reusable coffee cups on the menu um, and they're doing that by working to dispel the um, they say disinformation about the supposed hygiene benefits of single-use plastic in response to coronavirus um, and you can see a short video about their campaign on their website and they also have plastic free tips um, you know like those you might find um, on the plastic free July uh, website um, so that's city to sea uh, I think they're Bristol based actually check them out they're fabulous and last but not least um, and these guys really are incredible is surfers against sewage and many of you will already be aware of them I'm sure but for those who aren't um, they're just such incredible champions and activists um, the, the they were started by basically a bunch of surfers really quite a while ago and they began campaigning to clean up the seas because once upon a time in the UK uh, a lot of raw sewage was discharged directly into the sea very often so it would wash up you know on the beaches it was kind of disgusting and pretty dangerous to swim in the water and to surf obviously they were surfers um, and while um, sewage is still discharged from time to time, it is now restricted to specific times. Uh, you know, there are times when it happens 
when perhaps it shouldn't if there are I don't know flooding events and things like that but they've done an awful lot to make our seas much much safer for everyone um, so yeah incredible and um, you know since that work they've also been campaigning tirelessly um, on yeah on on reducing marine plastic pollution by tackling manufacture of things like plastic earbuds uh you know the things you clean your ears with which are no, now no longer made with plastic um but also organizing local beach cleans you know really great community events um but obviously with a kind of really big impact um because we know how much rubbish actually washes up on the sea just because of sea currents and you know quite often you have coves in on beaches which um you know the, the kind of the shape that beaches are um they do gather and collect quite a lot of um rubbish so yeah so they've been doing some incredible work on organizing beach cleans and um what else do they do they also um have a plastic free communities initiative where you can actually sign up to become a plastic free community and you know they'll help you and guide you um in terms of what you need to do and how you can become one uh so it's fantastic and they also run a brilliant um campaign which they ran in may and june this year and they have run before and it's called return to offender um you can take a look at that hashtag actually or look at their website for more information on that but it's really everything from you know tackling the rubbish by the time it becomes rubbish so you know where we find it to kind of tackling it at source by you know um campaigning or rather lobbying policy makers um to create change in what we make and how we make it um but also really in challenging the manufacturers of all of this plastic stuff to just do something with all their rubbish um, oh, and they've also really, I can't remember if I mentioned this, they've also been campaigning to um, have a plastic bottle return scheme. Um, so yeah, check them out. They're fantastic. And so, yeah, so now the ask. So I guess my ask would be um, for you to get involved in the challenge so if you're going to try and go plastic free or at least reduce your plastic footprint please get in touch you know on um, either with me or actually just get on board with the uh, plastic free July hashtag and um, you know do something do anything that you can do uh, you know with um, with kind of COVID and uh, the lockdown there's already been the rolling back of some of the progress that was made um, before the lockdown on the fight against single use because work canteens and cafes, um, you know, various other places are less inclined to refill cups and water bottles or use non-disposable crockery. And, um, you know, pubs uh, that serve food are going to largely, I think now, um, be serving their condiments in, you know, single serving plastic sachets, which is a nightmare. But <laughs> there are organisations like City to Sea that are working to educate businesses on how these new barriers can be overcome. Uh, you know, the new challenges of, well, uh, but isn't it safer to have everything in a single use sachet or isn't it safer to not um, use, uh, you know, reusable um, people's own reusable cups so 
you know, that there are challenges and, and those organisations are working to help with that. But um, there there is always something that we can do to help, you know, by reducing our own use um, and demand of single-use packaging. And, um, and of course, by minimising litter, you know, by picking it up, um, not dropping it in the first place. <laughs> um, obviously, you know... Um, so you can do plogging if you like jogging, you know, uh, plogging is a thing. Uh, I'm sure you can find that on the internet as well. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, you know, joining national campaigns like the Surface Against Sewage Beach Cleans or taking any number of actions, um, smaller actions. And, you know, a challenge, a fun challenge that you can do with other people is a really, really great place to start. And the month of July is a nice, manageable uh chunk of time so why not give it a go and see how you get on and let everyone know how you're doing and whether there are any changes that you found that you can make uh, easily or whether there are barriers to some of the changes you want to make and yeah um, let's do something together to protect the nature that we love and our favourite nature spots um, So that's Plastic Free July. But of course, the Plastic Free Challenge is not just about July, but about tackling this issue whenever and wherever we find it. Thanks very much for listening, as always. If you've enjoyed this episode, please follow, like, rate and subscribe on whichever platform you're hearing this. And if you have a story about a favourite nature spot that you'd like to share or are taking the Plastic Free Challenge in July, please get in touch either via the voicemail on Anchor or via direct message to the at Nature Spot podcast on Instagram. Um, I'd love to hear about your efforts to protect the beautiful nature spots where you live, whether it's by litter picking as a group, plogging, reducing your single-use plastic consumption, or in any other way. Do join me next Saturday at 3pm for the next instalment of Nature Spot.